0: Welcome to Women on the Line, one of Community Radio's National Feminist Current Affairs programs, produced by women and gender-diverse broadcasters at 3CR Community Radio in Melbourne, on unceded Kulin lands, and broadcasted nationally on the Community Radio Network. I'm your host, Senya. Happy Lunar New Year. On today's show, we speak with Ryan and Sang Wang from Bear Collective. This collective aims to connect and build a community of Korean queer and trans folks who are living, working, or studying in Nam, Melbourne, in so-called Australia. We chat about the dreams of Bear Collective, and also this Lunar New Year of the Wood Dragon, which officially kicked off on the 10th of February this year. Let's hear from Bear Collective.
1: Thanks for having me. My name is Ryan, pronouns they and he. Yeah, I am a Korean adoptee who lives in Nam. Yeah, I'm really excited to be part of the newly formed um, Bay Collective with Sangwon. So I was, yeah, I was born Year of the Ox. I I think my element is wood, but I actually have to to check that. I didn't do my research before uh, coming on today.
2: Yeah, hi. My name is Hangwon. Um, I Also go by Sang. Um, I use they/them pronouns. Um, I'm a Korean immigrant living on Rancho Country, and um, yeah, I I got really excited about Bay Collective because I wanted to meet um, yeah people who are exploring Korean identity and queerness um, outside of Korea, and yeah, so so happy that Ryan and I have become friends. Um, and yeah, we're really keen to grow and connect with others. Um, my, uh, Zodiac is Monkey. I really like being a monkey. (laughs) I feel like they're like the Leos of the Chinese Zodiac. Um, I'm not actually a Leo, but, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm a water monkey, but I'm not 100% sure amazing thanks and uh yeah my
0: zodiac animal is uh, like a metal goat but the other day I actually had my um basu chart read and I learned that um there's four pillars in the chart so there's like your year animal your month animal your day animal and your hour animal so that was really like mind-blowing for me and um I learned that my day animal which represents like your personality um is a fire horse. So I was like, Oh, what? And it's really funny. Cause I've been really obsessed with horses these last six months, just watching. I follow this, um, trans mask Asian person in America and he just trains all these horses and it's just, oh, it's just very, I love watching those videos. So <laughs> um but yeah like if you ever get your charts read you should definitely find out like what your day animal and all those it's it's like pretty complicated but that's one little thing that I learned recently that you have other animals as well there (laughs) wow um yeah so I would just love to hear like who is Bay Collective um how did you choose the name and also can you tell me about like your symbol that you have on Instagram? Like, I know you've got like, is it an apple, like a yellow apple? Could you, could you talk through like some of those um, symbols and names that you chose for the
2: collective? So Bay Collective is a um, very small at the moment collective of um, queer Koreans, trans Koreans um, living in Nam. And uh, it's just a little uh, dream project that Ryan and I uh, dreamt up. Together, um, primarily just to like build community for like people like us, like like personally speaking, like I just want to connect with people who are exploring their identities, like trying to excavate like our own queer histories um, and make sense of ourselves and like uh, our queerness like here as like diasporic peoples. Um, And to do all that is like quite lonely, I think, um, to do it on your own. So, yeah, just really wanted to like find other people to do this exploring with and um, hopefully maybe build something to uh, create our own traditions, like learn about our um, inherited traditions um, and, yeah, like come together. And uh, (laughs) the... uh, the pear collective name, uh, Ryan. Like we just had a chat at the pub. I think, I think we were like, fruit is pretty gay. Like, um, like let's let's pick something like fruity. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I think like we landed on pear because, um, pay means uh, pear in Korean. Um, and I think we liked that it also had this like double meaning of like. I guess like bay.
0: <laughs> wow I love that so it's um you actually pronounce it like bear. Yeah. is that right is the word for pair oh I love I love that play on words I feel like that's super queer to kind of like yeah play on language in that way um I yeah would love to hear Ryan some of your dreams for for Bay collective and like I, I love that um someone you mentioned it being like a dream project um yeah what were some of the dreams that well, coming out for you, Ryan.
1: Thanks for the question because I I think part of what's really great about this like very new little project and collaboration is it's like provided a really lovely opportunity to just think about what you know like what what my dreams would be and like what what kind of futures I would like to see in the next um, little while. So it's been really sweet just to like have that invitation to, to dream. Um, and and to do it with really lovely people, um, I think for me, very similar to to what Sangwon has said. I think building a sense of community um, of other queer and trans Koreans um, in Nam and like, I guess just to learn about other people's perspectives and experiences, also to find ways of connecting with queer history in Korea specifically that um, I feel I know very little about and I have a lot of curiosity about. And I guess for me as uh, as a Korean adapti, I think there have been lots of processes that have led to me not being able to access a sense of tradition and a sense of history. And yeah, I'm just really excited to to start something here that um, might enable, yeah, new forms of new forms of queer kinship, and also like a way of of um, better understanding, I guess, the history of queerness in Korea and in Korean communities outside of Korea, um, and build future, uh, build traditions that will hold me in good stead for the future as well
0: the internet is so heavily part of our lives now and social media but i think about like um when i was younger like i was on tumblr a lot and i don't know if you were part of that tumblr crew and my space (laughs) crew um but that was like huge for me in terms of like connecting with queer and trans like vietnamese diasporics like around the world and like um learning to get involved in zines as well and that kind of diy culture um, so I think about like the internet being, or growing up with a, um, a time of the internet that really influences like how you work. Um, so I'm curious, like how has like the role of the internet kind of influenced maybe things you want to do with Bay Collective or how people have engaged with Bay Collective so far?
1: I think certainly not like a blueprint for what Bay Collective could be or do, but during COVID I joined, um, a queer and trans Korean communi- uh, community, based out of New York, um, the name of which currently escapes me. But someone, please, like jump in the if K-K-T-S? you remember. Yes. But it, it, yes, yes, that's it. Um, and it, I guess, like every, like mostly, we were all living online at that point. But um, it, it also um, demonstrated, I guess, like the power of being able to create online spaces um and that's i mean that's definitely something that i think big collective could consider doing um i think so far like we are still very very new and we've tried to harness the power of the internet and instagram to just like build interest i think we've been like look I i should like we have been like a little bit successful but i would hope um that we will be even more successful this year um in in yeah, I guess garnering interest and in, um getting folks kind of feeling comfortable enough to rock up to to a in-person hangout um and and take it from there. But I think yeah, Instagram's like I suppose the main um social network that we've tried to leverage to just yeah raise some awareness around what the collective is and hopes to do.
2: What I have really enjoyed about seeing like content that, you know, like KQTX um, in the States, like share has been, has been like just learning about like Korean queer cultures and other like places that are not Korea. Um, And I'd really love to be able to um, do a similar thing via our Instagram or perhaps like other platforms like, just be able to like share some of the stories that we have here among like queer and trans Koreans living, um, on this continent. Um, just to be able to share that with like other people, other diasporic uh, queer and trans Koreans, um, to yeah, have a shared sense of like, Oh, we, we are here, we're existing, we're being queer and we're Korean as hell. (laughs) Um, just to like add to this, um, the documenting of existence.
0: And that song was, I'll remember for me, I'll remember for you by Yeji. On community radio around Australia, you are listening to Women on the Line. You've been listening to us chat with Bear Collective dreamers, Ryan and Sangwon. The collective exists to connect and build a community of Korean, queer and trans folks who are living, working or studying in Nam, Melbourne, so-called Australia. We've been chatting about the dreams of Bear Collective And up next, we'll be talking about the Lunar New Year of the Wood Dragon, which officially kicked off on the 10th of February this year. Let's continue to hear from Bay Collective. Yeah, Ryan, I'd love to maybe hear from you and, like, maybe we can, like, talk a little bit about, like, how you imagine things might grow with Bay Collective. And we don't have to... And it could be, like, in a like, yeah, we have these things we want to do, but it could also be immeasurable in other ways.
1: Yeah, I, I guess... For me I don't have a super clear vision of the direction. And I guess I guess that's a good thing because we are so new and so small, like and I would hope that as we um meet more folks, like we can kind of you know, collaboratively construct whatever Bay Collective will will be and become like together. So i um yeah I, I it's like rather ambiguous to me, I guess, um, at this point, but i I think I think that also just like um, hammers home for me like the the importance of uh, connecting with other people and um, learning from them and exploring with them um like what it means to be. A queer um, and a trans diasporic Korean like that—that's not something that I can nut out myself, Mm -hmm. you know. And I think that's been made very, very obvious to me. Um, And yeah, so I guess I guess my hope is that is that Sangwon and I would will continue to find um, people to to share space with and learn from and grow with, and that you know. Um, this is probably not the answer that, um, you might be looking for, but like that the collective will just, will figure it out as it goes and as it, as it grows, I guess. Like, and I think there are some like practical things that as a start, someone and I would like to do, like just hosting like some meetups. Um, but you know, those things I think are really for the purposes of connecting. Um, and less about, like, a, a particular objective beyond that.
2: I love what you said, <laughs> Ryan. Like, like see where it takes us, um, be really open to, like, the dreams and visions of people that we meet along the way. I think that's very queer. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I, like, I don't know. I, I'm getting this, like, image of, like, what I want more than anything else right now. Like, I, I think I... I think the reason, um, hmm. yeah, I'm I'm getting like an image of like sharing food, like sharing Korean food that we've made together, like that's that's what I want. Like the feeling of that, um, yeah, it's kind of vague, (laughs) but like that's (laughs) what, um, I think food is like probably like the main way that I have felt connected to my heritage and my culture. And I think living away from my biofam, yeah, I don't really have people to eat Korean food with. And I would really love to build a community of people where we like, yeah, share food, um, maybe drink some soju occasionally <laughs> and yeah, hang out.
0: I really love like everything you've both said. Um, Ryan, what you said about like um understanding yourself as like queer and trans like not doing it in isolation but doing it with others um i feel like this is a really great segue into the coming lunar new year we have which is year of the wood dragon and dragon is seen as such like a a grand creature um out of i personally think out of all the zodiac um creatures that we have yeah. in the lunar new year cycle um and the the interesting thing about dragons is that i think out of all the an- zodiac animals it's the one that's not um currently existing physically in in our world mm. um but my grandma was saying to me that um and she said this very like um candidly she's like yeah the dragons they used to live in the the rivers like in vietnam and like um but they're, they're not there anymore they're extinct and it just got me really interested in like what she's been told, like the stories she's been told and um the dragon ancestor is one of my uh, Vietnamese culture's like creation ancestors. Like the dragon came from the water and um fell in love with a fairy goddess who came from the sky and lived in the mountains. So there's that whole story there. But I would love to hear like what is your relationship with dragon or what do you think of when you think of dragon? Um Ryan I'll start with you.
1: Thanks for but- by the way, like, really beautiful what you just shared. And I never I never thought about the fact that the dragon's the only um, animal in the zodiac that, that is no longer with us, which is, like, really remarkable, actually. I can't say that I have a strong association with a relation to, to the dragon. Um, maybe tying in a little bit with what I said earlier, like, I you know, don't really have much of a connection at all with, like, Korean, like, Lunar New Year traditions or, or histories or stories. So nothing is particularly coming to mind for me, unfortunately.
0: Maybe I'll share a story that I learned about the dragon and why it came fifth in the Zodiac Cycle and kind of see, like, how that might inspire or get you to, like, reflect on, like, where you kind of see it could be like where bear collective is at, or like where you're personally at with this year. Um, so the emperor had set a race for all the Zodiac animals to compete in, to see the, which order they'd come in first in the cycle. And, um, the the Chinese emperor was like, okay, obviously the dragon's going to come first uh, but it didn't. (laughs) And it was actually the rat that came first. And the reason why the rat came first is because it, all the animals had to cross a river and the rat had jumped on an ox to cross the river. And then it jumped over the ox and it came first. Um, and then the ox came second and then the rabbit, sorry, and then the tiger and then the rabbit, um, or cat and then the dragon. So the reason why the dragon took so long is because on its way to like along the race, it had seen a village on on fire. So it decided to turn back and save the villagers, and, and then it decided to come back into the race. So yeah, when I hear that, I think like how, um, I don't know how thoughtful it was, like how caring the dragon is like thinking of others, like, before itself in this race. Um, So yeah, those are some qualities I thought. And like, it's gonna be year of the wood dragon and wood is about like, if we think of wood, we think of like trees or like things initiating, things sprouting from the earth. Um, And I feel like what you've mentioned about your collective kind of in this, like, it's a very new project. Like it's, um, it could be taken in any direction I personally feel like it it makes a lot of sense that it's coming more in fruition for Year of the Dragon and Wood Dragon. Um, But yeah, I would love to hear maybe like when you're kind of thinking about what I've just said, like that story, like what does it kind of bring up for you? Um, It could be personally in terms of your queer and trans journey or it could be with the collective itself.
2: Yeah, thank you for sharing that. That's, yeah, it did bring up, yeah, some things for me um like the first thing that came up for me was like oh maybe the race just doesn't matter sometimes you know like there are more important things um and those more important things sometimes are like cultures of care our relationships our communities um and maybe holding that central um as we build this collective Uh, and I think that kind of Uh, I heard that through what Ryan said earlier about, like, you know, we'll we'll grow and see where this takes us um, based on the people we meet and connect with.
0: I love that you were saying, yeah, maybe the race doesn't matter because I think that was the only... Every year when I'm, like, preparing for the Lunar Year, I, like, read about the upcoming animal. So I'm really only up to the dragon. I don't really know what the, the agendas of the other animals are. <laughs> um, but I'm like, wow, you're so thoughtful. Like, you're, like, yeah, like, you're caring about other creatures. Like, you're caring about human life. Like, um, and it makes sense why a lot of people, a lot of, like, uh, Asian cultures choose the dragon as a protective animal. Um and a protective symbol for them um yeah so ryan do you have anything to kind of add to the mix
1: yeah so i was reflecting on the year of the ox and how the ox is seen as like a slow and steady animal and then i guess in the context of a race and i didn't know that the ox came before the dragon um as as you just explained but um I think it's quite interesting how that kind of like the slow and steady thing is still, is still a kind of linear thing, like in the context of a race, right? It's still toward a goal or, or a movement in one direction. And, um, in, in the story you just recounted, I, I really like how the dragon, um, turned back. So I guess for me that, brought up, like, a more, like, cyclical kind of movement, Um, and, yeah, likewise, like, that the race doesn't matter, or that there's other things that might matter more than the race, Um, and it also brought up for me what Sangwon had said earlier around, like, you know, we'll just see where things take us in terms of the collective, like, the, the dragon seems to me to be very much, like, grounded in the world that it's in, and then, you know, re um reconsiders (laughs) its priorities and and what it should do and um wants to do um as as it sees the world go by and i i really like that as a as a kind of guiding principle i guess for for the collective this year
0: (laughs) you've both said it all beautifully so i guess like just to kind of close out. I would love to hear, like, for our queer and queer and trans Korean listeners, do you have any messages you'd like to share with them through the show? And how can people find out about more about Bay Collective?
2: We would really like to meet you, <laughs> connect with you. Um, <laughs> um, like, truly, really so excited um, about connecting with uh, others who are exploring these identities. Uh, you can find us on Instagram. Uh, PAE Collective, uh, that's PAE, spelt B-A-E, dot collective. We're hoping to run some meetups and events over this year and would really love um, for you to be a part of um, creating them with us if you're interested. Um, yeah, just all sending so much love and good fortune to our Korean, queer and trans community.
0: And that's all for Women on the Line today. We spoke with Ryan and Sungwon from Bae Collective. The collective exists to connect and build a community of Korean queer and trans folks who are living, working, or studying in Nam, Melbourne, in so-called Australia. If you'd like to connect with them, you can find them on Instagram at bae, B-A-E dot collective. Wishing everyone a prosperous year of the wood dragon. May we all build sustainable structures for collective liberation. Thanks to the Community Broadcasting Foundation for their financial support. The theme music for Women on the Line is by Ripley Cavara. And the feature song on our episode today was I'll Remember for Me, I'll Remember for You by Yeji. I'm Sam and tune in to Women on the Line next week on your local community radio station.